Good morning. It's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Everybody is breathing a sigh. For most of us, we've uh, recovered from our annual flirtation with gluttony at the table and uh, maybe with holiday shopping. And now most people's thoughts are, well, turn to Christmas and have the fall decorations put away and gotten the Christmas decorations out. Well, maybe jumping the gun a little bit there, but I'd like to encourage all of us to stop and linger just a bit and keep our thoughts focused on Thanksgiving. Today I'm going to speak about several things that at first may not seem to be connected with Thanksgiving, but if you stop and think about it, you, well, well, they're not directly connected with turkey and dressing and cranberry sauce, but to the season itself. For some, it's early in the morning, but I'd like for you to concentrate a bit and think about what I'm going to be talking about. Some things might seem disconnected, but with some thought, I'm sure that you'll be able to tie them together. First of all, those who have a personal relationship with Jesus, they have a desire to obey him. And the first part of what Jesus called the greatest commandment is to love our God with all of our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. And it was President John F. Kennedy that said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation or thankfulness is not to just utter words, but to live by them. Living out or actually demonstrating the appreciation of what's been done for us is the best expression of thankfulness. The entire Bible is just one of God's expressions of love for us. We can look at the world around us. Uh, we think of special events that filled us with joy. Um, there are just so many expressions of God's love every day in our lives. And it's important to remember when we use the word love that we're not just talking about warm, mushy feelings, but a true desire to see the one who is loved experience what is ultimately in their best interest. What's best for them in every situation? whether healing of sickness or learning what God might want them to understand by going through the experience or deliverance from a trial or learning that there are consequences for situations and circumstances. But whatever the benefit or the growth that comes from the occurrence it's an expression of God's love. In the Old Testament, God instituted a series of annual festivals throughout the year in different seasons for different reasons. Uh, 
Some would say it's because God enjoys a party, which is true depending on its purpose. But many of them, these festivals, were an expression of thankfulness or appreciation of things like the harvest or deliverance from an enemy or something like that, whether it be spiritual or in the flesh. Do we give thanks in our trials? Not necessarily for the trial, but the good which usually comes from it. Though Jesus' life and ministry fulfilled the symbolism of many of the festivals, the expression of thankfulness that the feasts represented should not be ignored. God still deserves our living out the demonstration of our appreciation, our thankfulness for them. Unfortunately, um, a lot of people and most churches don't observe these festivals or the events that they were to recognize. There's a specific gratitude to God that's involved in what they represent. And it probably would be a good idea if we thought about them more often. God instituted those festivals as kind of a learning or experience or a teaching opportunity for each generation that followed to learn of God's love, of the wonderful things that he had done for his people. And this was the way it could be passed on to successive generations. President Theodore Roosevelt, in the year 1901, said, Let us remember that as much has been given to us, much will be expected from us, and that true homage or thankfulness comes from the heart as well as from the lips, and it shows itself in deeds." Unquote. Just a thought, what do our deeds show? In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 10 through 12 read, Now God who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your supply of seed and will cause the harvest of your righteousness to grow. You will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous on every occasion, which is producing through us thanksgiving to God. Because the service of this ministry is not only providing for the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing with many thanks to God. Through the evidence of this service, they will glorify God because your obedience to your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your sharing with them and with everyone. King David in 1st Chronicles chapter 29 verses 12 through 14 was praying to God and he was praying regarding the temple that his son Solomon would build. 
He said, you are the source of wealth and honor. You rule over all. You possess strength and might to magnify and give strength to all. Now our God, we give thanks to you and praise your majestic name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be in a position to contribute this much? Indeed, everything comes from you and we have simply given back to you what is yours. Thankfulness to God is due in everything, all things, even difficulties. Not necessarily easy, but when we do, that is a true expression of faith that honors God, knowing that he is going to turn it for our good. Paul wrote some verses in Philippians chapter 4. You may already have memorized them, but it's Philippians 4 verses 5 through 7. Let everyone see your gentleness. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Instead, in every situation, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, tell your requests to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Celebrating God's blessings and his faithfulness in keeping his promises was a part of the Jewish calendar and their culture. They lived it, thought about it, and recognized it all through the year. Thanksgiving as we know it is a distinctly American observance once a year. Sir John Templeton, an American-born British investor and philanthropist, was a deeply spiritual, optimistic man. He said, quote, How wonderful it would be if we could help our children and grandchildren to learn Thanksgiving at an early age. Thanksgiving opens the doors. It changes a child's personality. A child is resentful, selfish, negative, or thankful. Thankful children want to give. They radiate happiness, and they draw people." Unquote. He also said, quote, self-improvement comes through thankfulness and energy spent trying to help others. Unquote. In other words, you could say a thankful heart is the greatest virtue, because when our hearts are truly thankful, we will obey God and seek to please him in all that we say and do. Proverbs chapter 20 or chapter 4 verse 23 one of the most I think special and important proverbs guard your heart with all vigilance for from it come the matters of life. And Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, Always rejoice, constantly pray, and in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you 
in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, we have so much to thank you for. So many things every day that happen for our benefit, we don't even realize or stop to think about. But you continue to provide for us, to protect us, to encourage us, and you provide special things in our lives to help us along the way, whether it be a job or friends or whatever. There are so many things that you do, Lord, and we need to take a moment and stop and just say, thank you, Lord, specifically for all of the blessings that you give us that we don't really think about or we're not conscious of. The wonderful land that we live in, the, there are just so many things, Lord. If we start to make a list, it would <laughs> take too long this morning. But we pray, Lord, that your spirit would help us to appreciate all of the wonderful things you do and help us to see and to understand and help others to do that, to see and understand your goodness, your love, and your faithfulness that provided the special meaning for the holiday of Thanksgiving. We thank you, Lord, for the inspiration that guided our country in that way to giving thanks, going back even to uh, President George Washington, who instituted the first official Thanksgiving Day. And Lord, your blessings, your faithfulness, your goodness is certainly worth giving you thanks for every day. Amen. And don't forget to pray for uh, Pastor Larry, Pastor Jennifer, and the family. Uh, they're suffering through the cold in Florida, and, uh, you know, they're going to be making the trip back. And uh, anyway, just pray for them to have a good time and uh, to be safe. God bless and have a wonderful week.